It looks like the clock is about to strike midnight on this Cinderella story. It's uh, refreshing, yet uh, displeasing to the eye. Somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. In the dying seconds! Unbelievable! They wouldn't say die! That just shows that they didn't come to play. They really come to play here at the MCG tonight. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of They Came to Play. No, Limo doesn't sound weird. It's Danny doing the intro tonight. Limo is out, been medically subbed. So we've brought in the original gangster, my podcast sister from another mister, Tess Armstrong. Welcome to the home of football. Freezing cold Ballarat. Windy yeah. Ballarat. It's I've beautiful. driven up the highway. I'm here at Mars House. <laughs> I'm in Tess Armstrong's house, ladies and gentlemen, which is exactly how you imagine it. Just this rural country cottage uh, <laughs> where everything is yellow and black. <laughs> yeah, the dog is yellow and black. I've painted him yep. just in the hope that maybe he'll bring some luck. The baby's painted yellow and black. I mean, it's just all happening. It's uh, Yeah, and, and I'm assuming you're going to burn it down soon considering the dynasty's over. <laughs> Is that official? Uh, Are we officially doing that? No, I as as listeners will know, I never thought we were a dynasty, so <laughs> <laughs> can't finish what you never started. Well so done. So it's fine. <laughs> well, and so you, you, we're also got uh, baby Paddy right here. Are we saying we're saying his name on here. Do I, I don't have to bleep that? Do I? No, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sweet. There he is, uh, Paddy, and uh, is he st- now for those new listeners? Uh, Tessa's husband is a Cats fan, and they the grand final last year yes. was for Paddy's allegiance. It was, yep. And so, is he still a tiger? Or well, look, yes. However, okay. uh, Lemo has often talked about how his child is a curse. Yes, that's right. Lemo's so kid has never seen the Hawks win in like eight attempts. <laughs> he came. After the dynasty, I think, or around about the end of the dynasty, was the introduction of a child. And yep. Paddy's come along and I really bet high stakes. I really risked our marriage and my relationship with my beloved partner. And then we won and I was so smug about it. And then we've been almost nonsense ever since. He was born on the night of the first game this year against Carlton. Oh, yeah. And it's all been really downhill ever <laughs> since. <laughs> so I don't know what to do about this because I don't want him to become a Geelong Supporter because I won the bet. Right, okay. Uh, yep. Listeners will know my dad played for the Saints. And That's he's right. A big Saint Kilda person. Yes. And so, if dad, if you're listening, I don't know why you're not making a bigger play for the baby. I'm just going to say because <laughs> <laughs> this know. is the window's open, is it? Yeah. We can say that to, to um, Paul Armstrong. Is that, that yep. was your dad? Yep. Kicked one goal against the Tigers. Yes, I know. Unbelievable. But yeah. I just, I want him to be a Tiger. And also, it's quite good because. Long-term Tigers went through a lot of suffering and a lot of embarrassment Mm -hmm. before we got any good times. And I don't want the child to be smug and like a winner's, a winning baby, you know, like he never knows that you don't win because that would be quite complicated. Uh, So, yeah, maybe it's good for his resilience or something like that. uh, Well, right now he's he's sucking on his own finger, staring out the window and drooling. He looks like the average Tiger fan. There's no teeth. (laughs) That's also how I watched yesterday's game. (laughs) That's how I was an hour after the game, just in a catatonic state, not wondering what the hell happened. Let's start with your game. Okay, so Richmond were up by by four or five goals in that? Third quarter? Yeah. What happened? And also, we were playing like Richmond. Like, it was, you know, fun. We were playing with a lot of flair and we were fast and Shea Bolton was back in form and it was just – Tom Lynch was good. Jack Rewalt, my favourite, kicked his 700th goal. I thought, this is good. Okay. I, I forgot yep. all about this. Yeah. And then I, th- I said at three-quarter time that 
Collingwood had done this last week where they had had a massive fourth quarter against St Kilda. Yeah. But they just didn't quite get there in the end. And I said, they're totally going to do that to us, aren't they? Because you know what I'm like. Assume you're going to lose all the time. <laughs> yes. And then they did. They manifested it. They did exactly what they did last last week, which was left their run quite late. And we just fizzled out, which is what we so did against West Coast. So you're admitting fault. It was your fault, Tess Armstrong, for, yes. for putting the mods on it. Wow, you're, just, you're, really, you're really accountable. I just, like... I'm, if you make if you have to if you make a mistake you've got to own it. That's what I I made a mistake because I said out loud what was going to happen and then it happened. I also wasn't wearing my badges or my scarf oh, because yeah. it was like a you know baby day. There was like a lot going on. I had to look after him. I had yep. to like keep him alive and stuff. So oh. it was busy. Oh, you have to keep doing that with kids. I know it's so annoying. God. And um so and I I hadn't put him in his tiger outfit. He's in it today. Day too late. And so I just I really stuffed up. And then they really came hard and we completely fluffed it like we did against West Coast. That's what we did a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and before that, you only had two goals in the whole game against St Kilda. You, you lost to Gold Coast. <laughs> uh, what? Remember everyone was saying you had like an easy run home and it was all, you know. hundred percent. Oh, yeah, Tigers will have it easy. Oh, but I'll now look you it. look at your next five. Yep. Who have you got? You've got, got Brisbane? Uh, Lions, Cats, Dockers, Kangaroos, Giants. I could see you lose all five. Oh, shut your <laughs> Get out of my house. Well, it's just like I... Do you know what's weird, like with footy, how it's such an emotional roller coaster? Because obviously when we lost to St Kilda, I was um, <laughs> upset about that uh, because it was the family derby and so I was like annoyed to have to lose ground. Yes. And also against Gold Coast, I mean, that was just so so annoying to lose to the Gold Coast. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 hold on, hold up, what's happening here? However, then St Kilda beat Brisbane on the weekend, which we'll talk about, mm-hmm. and Gold Coast beat Giants. And so then I don't feel so bad. I was like, oh, well, they're good, obviously. Oh, they're so amazing. You're, you're doing a lot of justifications in your head. They're okay. actually making a run for the finals themselves. St Kilda will win the grand final now. Um, and so we'll have lost to the Premier. So that's totally fine. Losing to Collingwood. A different story. <laughs> I don't enjoy that at all. I didn't. Oh, really? That's weird. <laughs> I was like, no, not against them. Like, I'm, I'm not going to accept that. Robert Harvey's happy face, even that, like, got me going for a second. Then I was like, no, no, I'm annoyed yeah. about this. I was, um, I was getting annoyed at the broadcast because it kept showing uh, happy Collingwood fans, which does ruin yeah, Collingwood winning. Totally. Yeah. How funny is their new Joffa, though? The caveman. You know they keep showing this guy in the crowd, which yeah. people will know. You're calling him the caveman, are you? Yeah, he looks like he looks like a caveman. Okay, he's got long, luscious hair and a beard, and he's like always got this homemade flag that is enormous. Uh, and they show him every time after Collingwood's done something amazing. And last week when they made their run against St Kilda, <laughs> they showed him, and he was like calm and collected. And then they kept going back to him, and he just was like losing his mind for the, towards the end. And I thought, I'm on, I'm in on that guy. He's quite funny. I wonder However, what his opinions are on uh, on on. Subcontinental <laughs> workers in aged homes. Maybe they should check that before they make him the leader. That's true. <laughs> check his tweets uh, and then don't appoint him, said uh, apprentice. But uh, then I saw a lot of Tigers fans, and this is also something that maybe yeah, I have to show me a more devastated Tigers fans. That's what I want yeah, to say. Yeah, totally. Because you guys show. are the best at it. Yeah, I mean, it's no, actually hard. It's hard to find a Tigers fan in the crowd these days. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you lot not showing up? Why is anyone not showing up? It's a pandemic. But other teams are selling out. No, they're not. Dog Who? Swans was, was Yeah, but the dogs have won for a few years. Yeah, all right. And South Melbourne have got their team back. Like, that's fine. Richmond's just got a lot on. We've just got a lot on. It's 100,000 members. We're watching the DVDs. We've got heaps on. It's chilly <laughs> gotta, out. Got to polish all those, those silverware. All our best players are out. Anyway, whatever. But after the game, a whole lot of fans were tweeting about <laughs> how 
They've just given us so much joy in the last couple of years. They can't be mad about it. Yeah, okay. They can't be sad about it. Yep. I'm like, but you can be sad about it. Yeah. And you can be mad about it. We shouldn't have lost to St Kilda. We shouldn't have lost to Gold Coast. We shouldn't have lost to Collingwood. We are substantially better than those teams on paper yeah. and we're the reigning premier. And I know we're missing like all our players. Um, and what do you think of Dimmer's comments where he said, hey, look, if there's a pulse, it's still possible. Yeah. About the season. But then he also said in the same like breath, he goes, yeah, but we're going to uh, look at Generation Next and bring in some new draft picks. <laughs> and which like, one is it? <laughs> hang on a minute. I mean, he covered all bases. So all listeners yeah. were like, oh, there's something in this for me. You know, <laughs> The rebuilders and the people that still think we've got a chance. Like, I still think the team has done wonderful things. Last, we could still play finals, but I don't think we will play finals because Brisbane have now lost to St Kilda, they'll be cross about it. Geelong lost to us in the grand final, they're still cross about it, so they'll they'll beat us. So, like, I don't see they're us so winning. They're so petty, these other teams, <laughs> aren't they? Frio are, like, in with a chance now, so yeah. I feel like we're stuffed. But okay. whatever. Oh, please, if anyone can stuff it up, it's Frio. <laughs> Jury's still out. Well, it'll be annoying if you, if you do, like, make a run for it and win it from eighth this year because last year you, you had that book called The Hard Way. <laughs> what would you call it this way? The, the harder way. The even, the even harder way. <laughs> yeah, and right. I, I just wonder how's, uh, how they're going to pat out that book because you have less COVID breaches to write about this time. <laughs> oh, I was happy, actually, to see St- Stack back, speaking of COVID breaches. There we go. And he played quite well. <laughs> and we need Nank back. We need oh, Floston back, Prestia back. Uh, do you think do. Dimmer needs Broad to get back. back with his wife? Is that uh, Mrs. Hardwick? Is totally. The issue? Of course. And and Koch and who else broke up? No. no one else oh, broke Nathan up, Buckley and his wife. Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah sorry. Nathan Buckley. <laughs> I was like, they can just keep to their own business. But yes, Mrs. Hardwick needs to come back or and, at least rally the troops. And two weeks ago when we had Adam Rosenbachs on. Oh, and by the way, uh, we have never got more listener mail than uh, <laughs> uh, when I got one of the Mythbusters wrong. Yes, Tori <laughs> wasn't the girl. We were. Yes, thank you to all the people who pointed that out to me. It's literally about 100 people. Uh, anyway. It's a good show. Uh, uh, what, was it, what were we asking about? Uh, oh, yeah, did Jack Revolt and uh, Trent Cotchin not like each other? I don't know. Okay. I don't Who knows? You, you probably do. You're in with Peggy. You're in the inner sanctum. I don't get good goss like that, though. But my vibe on the whole year is that it, do, it doesn't matter. Like, you know how Caro has been talking about how clearly it's the affair. No, I don't listen to Caro. <laughs> that, um, so, oh, what does Kane Corn think? Oh, can't wait to find out. <laughs> I've muted all of those. Even in real life, I didn't even hear that word you just said. I oh, just really? don't even hear it. It's just blank air because I don't listen to what he has to say. But uh, I know Caro thinks it was the affair. I don't know that necessarily it's the affair or mis- whatever. It is the lack of then someone who you think you know really well, you don't know as well as you thought, and therefore the entire kind of unspoken connectedness of the team, which we had last year, that everybody – you know how we did that thing where you get in a circle and you say something you don't know about you and everybody knows each other so intimately and knows each other so well. say something you don't know about you. <laughs> That's hard to do. No wonder you won three flags. It was amazing. And, and it was – and other teams have not been able to do it. It was, it was so different. But – they all started doing like it and then said, I don't know if I can do this. And they went, yeah, we all agree and then gave up. <laughs> the vibe is off. And so clearly um, at the time, like the Cochins being very publicly supportive of Mrs. Hardwick, like good for them to do that. But yep. then it also seems like it's a bit orcs. It was a bit of an awkward <laughs> off season and it seems like it's a bit of an awkward on season. So yep. I just, I don't know. I When yesterday, quarter one, I felt like we had that vibe again where everyone was paying for each other. And then we... <laughs> 
and then they stop doing it. So hopefully they get that back. Oh, anyway. so so it was it was actually a metaphor for the dynasties. You you had three good quarters and then it fell away. Oh, bang! Get out. <laughs> Well, uh, I think that's all we got time for. That's all we need to talk about that game. Should we do it backwards? Should we talk about the dogs and the Let's swans? Let's talk about the dogs and the swans. I couldn't believe it when you said you were coming here to record. I know. And both our teams lost at almost the same time. It was amazing, it's really. Like back in the old days, it was like 20, when we started this at the yeah. ABC in 2018 and both our teams were terrible. Actually, your team was never terrible, but I seem to recall whenever Limo wasn't around, our teams would lose. Our teams would lose together. Yeah. It's a sneaky thing that he does. Well, I say kudos to the Western Bulldogs. Uh, you know, the Footscray Football Club. A lot of clubs, Tess Armstrong. Mm. A lot of clubs, you know, they talk the talk when it comes to mental health <laughs> and looking out for the community. The Western Bulldogs, we put our money where our mouth is and we lost a game t- so the people in Sydney in <laughs> lockdown could have some joy. We are there for you. Wow, that was a real journey, Danny. Thank you. That was a long, that's a long bow, but I'm actually... I mean, on board. I mean, it was amazing. They had amazing jumpers and they won. And so if you're in lockdown, that didn't make you happy. Exactly. I don't know what. What Come more on. do you want? I'm sure, I'm sure, like, we're recording this while Gladys is doing her uh, press conference. I'm sure she opened with it. 100%. Thanks Thank to you. the Bulldogs. Thank you, Bulldogs. Yeah. Um, you really did that for us, and they've lost all of their NRL teams who are now going to Queensland. But I'm sure that See, will soften the blow. it's a double win. <laughs> 112 cases, by the way. We're just checking that. Oh, uh, come on, Sydney. You can do this. Honestly, memories of last year. Seriously, New South Wales people. We, you, you, you can do it. You can do this. Just stay the Stay inside. <laughs> yes. Uh, now, Danny. Yes. What would you like to know? What happened and why did the Bulldogs, who are clearly flag favourites, <laughs> falter against the lowly Sydney Swans? Lowly Sydney Swans. <laughs> they are the breakout team. They're going to be top four, I they know. reckon. I know. I love them. But anyway, whatever. They shouldn't be and you should have beaten them. So what's going on? Uh, we're laying a honey trap, we've learnt from the Tigers. Uh, you just uh, you, you throw a few games. So yep. the other teams, when it comes to finals, because maybe Bevo's just foreseen that we'll play the Swans in the finals and so if we lay a honey trap now they think they got our number and then we just easily run over the top of them do you still feel a lot of like 2016 grand final vibes when you play sydney like is there a rivalry of any sort oh no no well it's not a once you've beaten a team in a grand final (laughs) it's hard to have a rivalry against them no i got a lot of respect for the swans i like a rivalry with you they might feel it but no, I think because they, they hate Hawthorne, they hate GWS, <laughs> they hate, I don't know, Swans fans, let us know if you hate us. <laughs> Who do I understand like? you were angry at us <laughs> for a bit, but it's not, do you know, I went to a random game once in Sydney, it was um, Swans versus Lions, and I was amazed how much the Swans fans hated Jonathan Brown. They were all booing him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he was like the only player they knew, but <laughs> still. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. How do you hate Brownie? How do you hate Jonathan Brown? Yeah. I don't know. I, I was watching this uh, in a pub with uh, with one – there was one Swans fan there and he was complaining. He reckons okay. because we have a lot of mulleted players and players with long hair, mm. he reckons we get more high contact calls because you only have to wa- waggle your neck a little bit and the hair goes flying and it looks like you've been taken. <laughs> that is an amazing theory. It, I'm going to watch that next week. It's not week. bad, yeah. Who do you have next week? Uh, we have uh, Gold Coast, Saturday Twilight. Well, then they've got short hair. Yeah. yeah, they're all short-haired. I'm pretty sure. So this Too would be easy. quite a theory uh, <laughs> to put into practice. But yeah, it was a bit. There was also something uh, fun that the uh, broadcasts, uh, you know, in the studio, no, in in the stadium. You know, there's uh, like 
dance cam and kiss cam and it's Have all very important. Have attention, which is fun. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that one's good. Um, do you ever tell you the story of Kiss Cam at the cricket? <laughs> no, but I want to know. I was at the cricket once, and uh, I was with a uh, you know a group of people, and a female friend. She knew the camera operator, and she was like, "Oh my god, he's going to put the camera on me in the hope that I kiss someone, and I just I don't want him to do it, and it's really annoying." <laughs> and then lo and behold, the camera went on her. So me and and my mate Shane just we just patched. <laughs> And the camera went away very quickly. Oh, no. <laughs> Homophobic camera. Yeah. That's the cricket. Uh, test cricket about 15 years ago. Yeah, different times. Yeah, different yeah. times. Anyway, um, time. they had mullet cam. Show us your mullet. <laughs> oh, just for zooming in. And, yeah. there was That's a, funny. It was a plethora of choices at a Bulldogs game. <laughs> they, were, they were before. They came before the players. Down and they're straight. not ironic. Um, yeah, that's – I mean, that's all you've got to say. You're, t- you're telling me about, about mullet cam but not about what actually went wrong with your team. What we 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 laid a honey trap? What what excuse? Until I cry? Is this is this therapy? Are you just are you just going to keep saying it's not your fault until I cry? <laughs> well, what answer do you want here? I actually love it because Sydney at the start of the year was such a breakout, like it was amazing, and it was. I really felt like they were going to fall away because they were so young, and you know they did for a little bit, and now they're back back in it. And yeah. I just think that's wild, Sydney and Frio. There's no way on earth I thought that those two would be in contention to be playing finals. Frio's not in contention. Yes, are they? they are. What are they? Yes, they are. Oh, they're seventh. Yeah. Oh my god, Frio! <laughs> it's like they seriously are. They're sneaky dockers. They're sneaky dockers. It's because West Coast are playing badly that I think everyone's like, "Well, Frio must be playing bad." Like I don't know. <laughs> it's, just, it's just bizarre. They've just kind of flying under the radar up there, over there, just like chilling, Justin Longmuir, most chill character yeah. to come into football's orbit. And you've come round to my lookalike on him, oh, haven't you? That totally. he looks like uh, Mark Ruffalo who plays the Hulk. Definitely. Thank you. He definitely does. Yes. I tried, I've tried to find the perfect matchup it photo. It is hard, isn't but it? But it's not. He's like his essence is Mark Ruffalo rather than <laughs> he looks exactly like him. Because it's our like theory is because you see him in a Fremantle coach box, you yeah. expect him to get really angry. <laughs> Totally. Or really so. You know, he was played a really good journal in Spotlight, but anyway. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. It's a grimmer movie. Um, <laughs> the Hulk, I suppose. Uh, anyway. Which footy coach is most like a journalist exposing a pedophile <laughs> ring? Give us a call. Oh, actually, that's a quite a good theory. No. I really feel. <laughs> leave it with me. I'll get back to you. But yeah, Sydney, delightful. Like, Buddy playing well. Buddy playing at all. Yeah. He's like a magnet. Like, you can't not want to just watch Buddy Franklin play. And their jumpers. That was great. Beautiful. The South Melbourne jumpers. Unbelievable. All about. I, I hope they – I know they're staying at the uh, – I actually know where they're staying, at the Como in South oh, Yarra. Look out. That's but I hope posh. they were staying in South Melbourne. That was their little I hub. I know. At Lakeside Oval. Staying somewhere with South doesn't make it right. Yeah. I mean, otherwise you'd be staying <laughs> South Meringue. Um, but I feel like they're going to be here for a while, especially if there's 100, 112 today. Yeah. Because um, I know that – GWS wanted to play Sydney this week in ACT. Yeah. And that's quite controversial because Victoria, as of yesterday, has made ACT a red zone, so they've closed the border. Yeah, even that's though not happen. ACT hasn't had any cases. So I feel like that's kind of harsh, but GWS and Sydney are going to be on the road. The league had promised them they wouldn't be on the road for that long. I'm like, mm, why would you make promises like that? Will it be at Ballarat or should we, you know? <gasps> could you imagine a fun. Battle of the Bridge? A Battle here of the a- Bridge here. I'm trying to think of the most famous bridge around here, which there isn't really. <laughs> <laughs> one to speak of. There's one near Linton on like a rail trail. It's this like an is old so country. Bridge. There's one bridge near <laughs> Linton. <laughs> it's just um, maybe we should go there. It's near Patton Mick's house. You remember? 
<laughs> so did you go yesterday, Swans and Sons and Giants? Look, I didn't. Oh, crowd was five and a half thousand. I actually think that's which is more good. than if Richmond had played, by the way. Um, no, it's because uh, I, I I missed a lot of this. I was watching the Dogs and the Swans, and I was in studio at Have You Been Paying Attention. Five and a half thousand, only three thousand stayed till the end, uh, but a great final two minutes. Unbelievable! Like, like I can't believe the Giants lost that. It was amazing. I actually. I've lo- I like Gold Coast. We've talked about this. I just don't have any reason not to like Gold yeah, Coast. Everyone I'm, likes Gold Coast. Love Stewie Jew. Love Matt Rowell. Love yep. them all. I want them to do well. I feel sad in my soul. Tuke Miller. Tuke Miller. What Unbelievable. A like yep. a freak. And also, why isn't he in Brownlow contention? Yeah, like, I don't no know. one ever talks no one ever talks about Tuke Miller. Because <laughs> the Suns always lose, I guess. I suppose. Mostly. Yeah, I suppose. But anyway, and also good for them because their second half of the season has been a serious issue uh, forever. And now they're coming good. But the Giants <laughs> Sadly the first half of their season was, <laughs> was they pretty rubbish. <laughs> in order to offset yeah. the second half, they really stuffed up the first. They're but just gonna keep themselves in that holding pattern of getting okay draft picks. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Is the Gold Coast a windy place? Danny, do you no. know about the Gold Coast? Yes, it's I've not been a there. windy place. No, it's not. Well, it's, it's beachside, so it's a, there's a breeze, but I you feel call like it windy. That is a less breezy place than like Canberra okay. or Western Sydney. Yeah. But despite that, yesterday, Gold Coast were better with kicking with the wind. So they, there was a windy day in Ballarat. It's okay. a bizarre old weather place. And when they were having set shot for goals, they were aiming left and they were swinging right. And then every time GWS would try and kick a set shot, they were just stuffing it up. I was like, learn from the other guy, dude. Yeah. Like, watch your opponent. I feel like they just weren't paying attention. But one thing I loved was at uh, Mars Stadium or Eureka Stadium is the home of the North Ballarat Football Club. The Roosters. Yep, and they had written a game plan on the oh, board, I did see this. on the whiteboard yeah. for the Giants that just said, kick it to Toby, and it <laughs> made me laugh so much. I was like, yeah, that is good and good on Ballarat. I would love to see, because in AFLW, a lot of the games are played around regional centres, so there's games in Bendigo, which is a beautiful ground, glorious. Are you allowed to say that as a Ballarat resident? Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed um, to hate each other. Other gold towns starting with B. I mean, love them all. Wow. Um, I do know some of our – we've definitely got one of our, our Patreons is, is from Bendigo, uh, Jade from Bendigo, <laughs> oh, and uh, she, she absolutely loathes Ballarat. Well, no, I don't. I don't, can't, can't, even, can't even get up that kind of aggression. This is why Richmond are losing because I don't have any grit. <laughs> anyway, uh, but they have a beautiful footy ground. I also saw Richmond lose there and it's still I still like it. And also they have um, a beautiful gallery, beautiful outdoor areas. Like I feel like – Country Victoria is the way to go. Like, come back to Ballarat. What maybe they should not, do, maybe the Suns-Giants game, because it was a great game, that maybe that should just tour around regional areas. Ooh. Always play that, you like, know, rather than at, at Carrara or, or, yeah. or Sydney Showground yeah. Stadium. You play that up in Cairns and you take it to Darwin. Yeah. Take it to Bro- We're the rugby league centres and we just take it there because we, we'll call that the, the rugby league killer cup. <laughs> And we just tour it round. All these yes. play it in Rockhampton. Play oh it in uh, Townsville. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Come on, come on, bring him back <laughs> to play in every single game. Damn straight. Um, but I think five thousand. I'll be honest. On a winter's day, on a Sunday in Ballarat for two non-Victorian teams and two expansion teams, I so would have gone. Actually, a good crowd. Uh, I think the cap that they were allowed to have for COVID was eight thousand. Yeah, and so it's actually pretty good to that's be honest. Bad. And I saw a lot of people in their full kit. Because my theory is that a lot of kids go for Gold Coast and GWS because they have fun colours. Yeah, yep. And GWS have been quite good with the fun song. Yes. And so I feel like a lot of kids go for 
Giants and GWS and uh, Gold Coast. I don't know any Gold Coast supporting kids. I know GW, there's <laughs> definitely two GWS kids at my Auskick. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like those parents are like, cool, they're in our town. Like, we better go yeah. and take them because there were people in the full gear. It wasn't just I like I so would have gone if it was in Melbourne and I wasn't working. I, me and my son were talking about it. It's like, when are we going to get a chance to see GWS play I know. the sun? I should have gone, but anyway. <sighs> Anyway, well, you, hopefully you get a Q clash. Uh, not a Q clash, a, uh, a battle of the bridge this week. All right, let's go to what was the other game? Where no, are we they Saturday were the night? three because we've still got a game tonight, Danny. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Just the North anyway, and West we'll Coast. Should we, should we pretend to review that? Jeez, yeah. geez, North are plucky, but West Coast finally got the monkey off their back and they won. West Coast are truly going to have to go into a rebuild, all of their elders. Like, they just really struggled against North Melbourne's plucky youth. I mean, they have nothing to lose and they're playing out of their skin and so go Kangaroos. Well done. Well done. uh, So you're saying Kangaroos won and I say West Coast won? Yeah, cool. We covered all bases. Great work. All right. What was Saturday night? That was... That was Lions Saints. Lions Saints. Your old team, (laughs) St Kilda, who you grew up supporting (laughs) until you turned your back. I actually grew up supporting Geelong. Because your dad moved around. At yeah. different clubs. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but your old team screwing over your new team. I know. <laughs> my new second team versus my lifelong second team. I mean, it was very complicated. I really, like, the first quarter was, I thought, oh, Saints, they're, like, having a bit of a go. But they were, like, very good. They played extremely well. Yeah. And it made me laugh because they kept being like, well, Zach Jones is back. <laughs> I was like, is Zach Jones the best player in the competition? Like, he, it was, like, <laughs> really, it was a lot of emphasis on that. But I suppose he did, he did really help. Bradley Hill out by yeah. giving someone else a chance. But really it all comes down to Rowan Marshall. Now, Rowan Marshall, for people who live in the country, does ads for Portland, the town of Portland. Oh, does he? <laughs> so good. What? He's like out on Why a boat. Why does he do an ad for a town? He's from there. I know, but what's he saying? Hey, Portland, that, that exists. To Portland. Oh, tourism. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Buy Portland. Yeah. You can offer <laughs> It's anyone's game. You can have it. Lola, twenty nine ninety five. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Repayments. <laughs> Make though. us it an actually, offer. It actually ends up being really expensive with the monthly <laughs> repayments. But he doesn't add for Portland, so I think it's all about Portland's own Rowan Marshall. Like he okay. was amazing. All right, that's my theory. All right, it's not and bad. And Paddy Ryder probably, but whatever. Matt Levy or Levi on Twitter pointed out that this is uh, the Lions' third game at Carrara this year and third major injury. Daniel Ooh. Rich, Rayner, Hipwood. Have all done ACLs or, or other things. So is this how you actually win a Q clash for that Gold Coast? You just lay request to play a Carrara. Bear traps and landmines all over. That is really bad, isn't it? Yeah. I mean they why why did they have to play that? Oh, because of COVID. Because of COVID, yeah. Oh, they had to play in a town forty well, minutes. Well St away. Kilda wouldn't St Kilda it was offered to play at the Gabba. And because it was St Kilda's home, hang on, whose who's home game was it? We're all confused now. No, it was Lions' home game, so I they guess they mustn't have been able to play in Brisbane still because of COVID. I thought the Brisbane coronavirus was free. or anyway, whatever. Who knows? Uh, regardless, Saints <laughs> they're up and about. They are, and they're like on the march now. I don't know who they play uh, in the next couple of weeks. I can tell you, they're playing Port this week. That's no, a really good definitely. game. Uh, then West Coast, another great game. Oh, then yeah. Carlton. Oh my god, which won't be a good game. Uh, <laughs> Sydney, and then Geelong. Hey, they Saints could win. make finals. Yeah, definitely. They could win most of those, which is pretty funny because a couple of weeks ago it was all. I mean, it was serious doom and gloom yeah. for the Saints. This year, if it teaches you nothing else about football, is that the, no one knows anything at all <laughs> and no predictions are worth it yep. whatsoever and that any team can probably win. Like, 
It's amazing. I'm just looking at the app. Do you know next week there's two Saturday night Twilight games at the same time? Oh, why? I don't know. There's only one night game and it's St Kilda Port Adelaide, which I'll agree will be a good match. But like, Why can't we stack our games? Yesterday, it was so annoying because my team were playing at the same time as your team was playing. Yep. And I had heard, we heard tell that the Western Bulldogs Sydney game was going quite well. But I was like, but I'm not going to not watch my team. Yeah. But why does my, why don't, why does that? Stagger the teams. Yeah, it's so annoying. Even the, when there's two Saturday night games and they start at the same time. Oh, it's the work. That Put them 20 me minutes apart. irrationally mad. Yes. I need to watch the other thing at halftime. 100%. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Regardless, bad luck Brisbane. We play you next week. Hopefully St Kilda have ruined you for another week. And Are now, you going to go to that one, Tess? Are you, is any Tigers fans going to actually show up to the MCG? Where's that on game? MCG, Friday night. Oh. <laughs> you live in the country. You're night right. time. Night with a baby. Time. I can't go. I can't be leaving the yeah, house. Wait, come on, AFL. Do a do a babes in arms session. Oh my god! Oh my god! What about a Tuesday ten a.m. That would match? be so good. And everyone has to be super quiet. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no sirens. It's just a little toot, like a yeah. squeaky toy, um, that kind of signals that everything starts, and yeah. then everybody's allowed to cry. Your teams. I mean. They cry when they're happy. They cry when they're sad. It's oh. a lot like me watching football. It's what they do. It's what they do. Like and, then it's it, good. and if it happens to be a, a kid's first win, they get the breast milk shower oh, while they sing the yes. songs. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> do that. Mums and bubs football game at the G on a Friday morning. Yeah. I'd love that. It's it, Man, that works for comedians and hospitality workers yep. as well. If we go into another footy festival or whatever, do I'm going to make a bid for that. All right. Uh, but anyway, hopefully we beat the Lions, but we won't because we don't have any t- players. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real bummer, but we don't have any players. Now, the other Saturday kind of twilight game was so boring. Yeah, Blues and the Cats. Uh, yeah, hey, can I, we do a segment here sometimes, Tess, and uh, since you're here, I'll, I'll bring back one of my big uh, segments, Big Call. Oh, yeah. You ready? Yeah. One goal, 13. Not great kicking. <laughs> Bang! Big Call! <laughs> I scared your dog then. Sorry, Bobby. Bang! <laughs> no, he's just like... Great, you're going to play with me. He's, look, he's brought. The, he's gone to get the toy. He's dissected oh, yeah. his toy, by the I way. I know. He's dead to me. Anyway. Um, anywho. That's, so there's, actually, no, yeah, I mean, this was a game. I spoke to some Carlton fans before. I go, any hope, you know, you, you, you might yeah. upset them. They were, nah, not a chance. Even, I mean, it felt like there was hope. If they'd kicked straight, there would have been hope, but there was no hope ever in the match. Just Geelong seemed to never get out of second gear, but they, they did well. I'm looking at the, you know, you look at the ladder on the app and you yeah. go to the next five games. There's not many good games left for the no. rest of this season. We get, we're doomed for a bit. I mean, Melbourne, who have Melbourne got in the next? They're playing, oh, do we play Melbourne again? Oh, wow, the Dogs play Melbourne again really? in a couple of weeks. Played. You just played. Yeah, I know, that's weird. Anyway, we, didn't we? Oh, we played them in the preseason. That's why that's been put around anyway. I'm looking at the ladder. Uh so, yeah, we play Melbourne again. That's exciting. Um, apart from that, we play three games. We only play teams that are out of the eight. This is the Bulldogs. Mel- Melbourne play us and West Coast, and then it's just teams out of the eight. Ugh. Geelong don't play any teams in the eight left. But then what's the eight? This is my theory for this. Everyone keeps going, oh, Port Adelaide have never beaten anyone in the eight. Like, fine. But, like, the eight changes every week. Like, Sydney. Is yeah. in the eight. Like Frio are in the eight. Yeah, I didn't know Frio were like, in the eight. So there. you know what I mean? I feel like, well, then if someone beats us and we're not in the eight, but we might still make the eight, so wouldn't that be considered a good game? I haven't smoked enough to follow this. <laughs> <laughs> this I'll just take you into my theory room of the house. <laughs> How have you had less sleep than me, but still making – anyway. <laughs> follow my theory. Anyway, I feel like, yes, um, that game – Carlton Geelong felt like it could have been. 
What's this? This is a uh, Paddy with his latest. What do you What do you have to say over there? God, get, pipe down or it, start. It is your kid, sense. by the way, so that's why it's just nonstop gabbering. I know. Every morning he wakes up and he's got like heaps of opinions. And I thought, <laughs> who? How did this happen? Talk radio. Um, it happened because I gave birth to him. Anywho, um, yeah, it was super boring. Cart like Geelong. I felt like they just did exactly what they needed to do to yeah. win. They didn't go. Above yep. or beyond anything, they didn't play any flashy games. Gary Rowan's mark was pretty spectacular. Yeah, a lot of speckies this year. Yeah, I'm I'm happy about it. Bring back the specky. It's great. Speckies and torps. It's yeah, been really it's good. Fan, it's fantastic. And I think maybe has that come back because there's a lot of mullets again, so everything's just Ooh. going retrograde. Mm. Retro Ooh. round. <laughs> They'll have to do re- <laughs> retro round. Will actually have to be everyone short back and sides. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back 2011. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I thought that was relatively boring. Nothing to write home Absolutely, about. Absolutely, yeah. Carlton. You know, souls. But you never. <laughs> you're pro- probably never really in it. You just they made you think they were in it. Yeah. No. There's, I don't think any Carlton fans were were excited or. E- and look, if you're a Carlton fan and you still got angry at that game, well done. Well done that you've still got emotion after it's all this time. It's actually beautiful. Five goals, fourteen. Oh. So if they, if you, you know, you always reverse that. I know. Uh, so that's uh, fourteen goals, five, which would have been like eighty-three. Yeah, they would have won two goals. What an upset that would have been. But I also think that, like, <laughs> you know, it's a bad game when we have to fantasize <laughs> about how it was po- could possibly have been a good game. Yeah, it was grim, grim times. And then the other Saturday afternoon game, the Hawks and the Dockers. Yeah. Yeah. It's like also. Uh, nothing to write home about. But yeah. Freo, they hadn't beaten, I don't think, Hawthorne in Lonnie. Like, Hawthorne not being able to win in Tassie is probably yeah. signalling the end of that. I, I want to talk to you about this. Okay, fair. Uh, Limo has got into my brain because he's all about wanting to get uh, high draft picks. Yes. And so he wants them to lose and yes. tank this year. Where uh, And so I'm like, of course, don't want whatever Limo wants. Uh, <laughs> so I've been there like going, come on, Hawks, win. So he's actually played me. He's got into my brain and I'm not enjoying Hawthorne being terrible. Oh. This So Hawthorne is suddenly going to come good and I'll be yeah. like, yeah, take that. Oh, wait, you're good. What have I wished for? It's a honey trap. This is the mind games mm. he plays. So he does do that, actually. We all... Anyone who's not a Hawthorne fan, we need to appreciate these moments. Yes. Look, just take a deep breath, smell the rose that is growing out of Hawthorne's rotting corpse (laughs) and just enjoy them being terrible and the Hawthorne fans, they're being a bit smug about draft picks, but hey, how much better is that than them being smug about finals being handed to them by umpires? I really thought to myself this morning, how long is it going to be until – I'm not traumatised by Hawthorne winning. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know when, like, how long that's going to be. And also then when Clarko goes on to coach someone else, or someone else, like if he goes to the Gold Coast or the Carlton or whatever, uh, then I'm going to be even more confused because it's like Clarko is Hawthorne to me. And so mm. then him spreading his wings and going to another team. But then if he wins at that other team, that's good. That'll annoy the Hawthorne, the Hawthorne fans. I suppose. Yeah. It's really complicated because I thought they're not actually – a threat anymore. No. The last time they won was 2015. It's actually quite a long time ago. Haven't won a final since. Haven't won a final since. Our team's been quite good over them. Like, I just don't know quite what my problem is. <laughs> and I'm the same with Essendon, who were just really good in the 90s. Yeah. Like, how long till I let that go, that they were good in the 90s and that still traumatised me as a child? I don't know. Collingwood have lost more grand finals than anyone else, but we still get annoyed about them. Like, they're puppy dogs. We shouldn't yeah. be when worried they about them. Yeah, that's true. I should feel sorry for all of these teams. Yeah. But there's just something about them. They don't make them 
They don't make them like they used to. Anyway, what I needed really to talk to you about, so it was Nat, it was Nat Fife's, you know, milestone game. Yes. Amazing player. Really, like, I call him, like, the prototype because all the players that have come long since, the tall midfielder. Yeah. Like, it was Nat Fife and then it was Bont and Cripps and whoever else. And um, in the rooms, did you see who he had selected to come all the way to Launceston to be a part of his, like, special group? I didn't group? see. Who's this? Elise Perry. Oh, okay. Is it? Are they are dating? They- I don't know. She's the theory. In, no, she's engaged to some Sydney person. No, she's person. not anymore. Oh, I don't keep up with personal now, lives. the theory is that they're dating. And okay. I don't know what to do with that information. Like, I know Matt Nichols, who's a Freo fan on Twitter, said he didn't, he didn't know which of the couple he'd be more jealous about. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Nat Five is like the golden boy ah, yes. of Freo. Elise Perry is the golden girl of the whole country. Yes, so I feel like. Although I'm, I, do you get, uh, you know, because I prefer some sports to others. I'm, I'm disappointed she chose cricket over the Matildas. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, no, cricket. <sighs> nah, cricket. Yeah. Um, I know you're going to talk about Ash Barty soon, and I want to be excited, but. Well, that was the tennis. only thing I had said about Ash Barty. You can't not be excited about Ash and Dylan. I very easily can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy for him, but I'm not going to watch a second. <laughs> That's outrageous! It was amazing. Also, women's tennis is better because it doesn't go on for like. Seven oh, hours. Okay, yes, you've won me. Yes, I do prefer women's tennis because there's less of yes, it. Yes, there's less time. <laughs> so you uh, should enjoy that. Also, yes. um, the English fans were supporting her opponent. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, what was with that? I, I mean, think they were just uh, – the theory where, was – Where was she from? They were just – she was where, Czech, I think. Okay. And so I think the theory was just that they were supporting the – Underdog because Ash Barty won the first 12 points of the game. So she was like absolutely smashing it. Yeah, okay. And so they were cheering for a good game. I feel like the Wimbledon finals are like the grand final day, mostly corporates. Mm -hmm. And also they've been in lockdown for like two years. So it was like the first time they were out of the house. Okay. So they wanted to have a good match because journos that were inside the stadium said it didn't feel as uneven. Whereas I think Australians were like, Get stuffed, England. Also, if we're going to be part of the Commonwealth, it should come with a deal that you have to support Australians. Uh, no, no, that, that would suggest that we would have to support England. And, you know, mm, I, I got up early true. and watched Euros this morning. There was no way I was Only to England. support against them. Oh, yes. <laughs> Only to cheer against them. Anyway. I actually even went to Ligon Street straight after. Oh, fantastic. It was brilliant. I asked a few, and I, I was just uh, shit staring. I was recording a thing for Channel 10 and uh, I was asking him, is this the best moment for Italian football since Fabio Grosso dived in the 2006 <laughs> World Cup? And, and what's great is because Italy had just won, they were all in mega Italian mode. Oh. So it was just like Sopranos. <laughs> Like, okay, since Fabio got to the go, hey, 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 what are you going to bring that up for? Huh? <laughs> hey, hey, I'm celebrating here. <laughs> it, was just, it was just living, it was just a line of cliches. Well, English fans, that's what happens when, that's what you get when you cheer against Ash Barty. That's my theory. <laughs> Is that the, the get bad absolutely karma? Absolutely stuffed. If you're going to cheer against our Ash, our Aussie Ash, uh, then you lose the next day. No, and I would so, find it know. more patronising if the English supported oh, an Australian. That a great th- that's a great take. Yeah. And I don't know how I feel about it because I disagree because I think everyone should just support Ash Barty. Also, <laughs> Saturday night, so I'm obviously quite sleep deprived and try and take sleep when I, whenever I can get it. Yes. And so I was like really struggling with the idea that the game would start at 11 o'clock because it's like in the window. And I was like, so oh, okay. Were you trying to wake up the baby at 11 to try, so, <laughs> so try have, have, a, have a three-set feed? Yeah, feed for this entire time. But the baby decided to sleep. The <sighs> dog was asleep. And <sighs> so I was looking around. It was like being in a dream sequence where everyone was asleep and you were trying to stay awake or something. It was terrible because I was my eyes were drooping. And the Brisbane-St Kilda game was that exciting but not exciting enough to yeah. get the kind of adrenaline pumping. No, it was interesting to, you know, the Saints upset them. 
toilet, and then there was a forty minute break between the footy and the tennis, and that's oh, a real that's yeah, Debbie, yeah, de- you Debbie can't Downer. It. Um, and so any, anyway, things really took a turn. Anywho, we started talking about Elise Perry. Now, if anyone has oh, any yeah. information <laughs> about Nat Fife and Elise Perry, and whether or not they are in a couple, right. um, I would love to hear about that because it's kind of juicy goss and dream couple that I'm going to need. Yeah, good breeding, good yeah, breeding for absolutely. Australia. I mean, what's their child going to play? Uh, from the Matildas, hopefully. FLW. Um, yeah. yeah, all the Matildas. Play from the Matildas. Yes, boys. <laughs> I love the Matildas. <laughs> They're the only football team I really get around, so bring on Tokyo. Uh, now, Friday night, speaking of boring games. Okay, so that was our Hawks Frio. <laughs> Elise Perry and Ash Barty. Great. Yeah. No, I'm fine with this. Friday night. Oh, my God, Friday night. Friday night. Oh, my God. This was – so I had my second Pfizer jab on Thursday and I was really just dopey and I went, oh, I'll watch the footy. That'll that'll at least keep me going. No, oh my God. How the hell did they get Friday night? Like, in what parallel world was that going to be a good game? Yeah. Well, apparently your team was offered Friday night and wanted it. Yes. But the AFLPA said, no, it's too short a break. That's right. That's what I heard as well. So as much as we like to blame Gil McLaughlin, it's actually the union. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. God, it was so bad. Shout out to friend of the show, Chelsea Roffey, who suffered an injury um, during the first quarter. I see that. Yeah, she died of boredom. <laughs> <laughs> Had to be resuscitated. <laughs> Do you think Crows all got their Pfizer's the day before? They must have. And they were also dopey because yeah. you know who I felt bad for? I actually felt quite anyone bad for anyone watching. Anyone at all. But Essendon, because everyone was like, well, this is a terrible Friday night game. They don't deserve it. But Essendon were playing well. Like they were kicking they lots of goals. Eventually. I know. First half, the though, first it was half just, was just switching from one side of the ground oh, to the yeah. other. And not the right end. It was end to end stuff, but it was wing to wing. Yeah. It was so. It's like oh. I've seen. I remember a few years ago, Manchester United. Uh, got enough goals to win the league, uh, but there was still half an hour of the match to play, and they <laughs> literally just played kick to kick. Over the side. And the other team were because they their draw was enough for the team they were playing not to be relegated and Manchester United to win the league. And oh. They all just stopped. They literally oh just God. kicked to kick in the in the back half. Oh, that's what that felt like. That's what it was. It was but appalling. yeah, but that was the start of the game. I know. It's true. <laughs> it was just, yeah, that's true. But then Essendon kind of came good and I was like, oh, well, they're kind of having fun. But then they were playing against the Crows. Anyway, it's hard to it's hard to tell, but it was just absolutely yeah. um, a truly appalling turn of events. The only takeaway I had from it was that the yellow sleeved long jumper. For the great. Crows. Yeah, it is great. And also yep. it's very on brand with the Tour de France being on at the moment. And so ah. I feel like it's like an homage. So the worlds were kind of coming together. And they were playing against Essendon, known drug cheats. <laughs> so this works. <laughs> oh, no. That's that. Did thing. you see Stringer's banner? Because it was his 150th. What did it say? Congratulations, 150 games. That's oh, all. Oh, <laughs> my God. That's like happy birthday from dad or yeah. whatever. You're like, do you know anything about me? Or best wishes. Yes. Yeah, like, I think it comes from like you know. From, I've I've heard from some of Jake Stringer's ex teammates. He could be a uh, you know someone in, with, you know, so, uh, a divisive figure in the uh, dressing room. So maybe the cheer squad were going with can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. <laughs> Do you think it's annoying when pe- players only play super well when they're in a contract negotiation? Oh, like it that must is be. one of the most annoying things yes. I think in the whole competition. And as a teammate. You'd be like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, where are you? I'll give you 10 bucks to play yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up tomorrow. <laughs> Which actually, in 2017, I know that they didn't – remember Dusty was, like, not going to sign. Going to North Melbourne. Yeah, it was going I away. Remember. It was going to the Warchest at North Melbourne. Yep. Um, which is still 
still gaining it's still money. There, I mean, it's still a lot accumulating. of compound interest. <laughs> totally. On that. Like a game show gets more and more every year. Like someone's going to be a billionaire. <laughs> the Australia's first billionaire player will just be some nobody. They're number one draft pick. If they get. Is it Nick Dacos? Which Dacos are we oh, up yeah, to? Nick. Josh Dacos? Nick Dacos? Nick. Yeah, Apparently man. amazing. Pa- apparently the best of the Dacos. He wins the entire north of Melbourne. Oh, yes. That's fantastic. <laughs> he gets the suburb. Yeah. Um, old mate gets Portland. Rowan Marshall. Rowan Marshall <laughs> gets Portland. Portland. Here's what you could have won. And Yeah. Far superior. Anyway, very boring game. Yep. Uh, and Jake Stringer, congratulations. Yeah, good <laughs> on you, Stringer. All of us. Hey. Best wishes. Yeah. Do you still have fun... Fondness for him because of the grand final? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you know, I saw, watched him when he was really exciting in 2015. And I, I have met, met him and, you know, he's personable and fine f- with me. So, you yeah, know, thanks for the memories, Jake. Yeah. But I understand why other people don't like him, but I've, I've got no issues. Yeah. I do have a story about Jake Stringer. I, I haven't told you. I meant to tell this on the pod. I have a friend <laughs> who uh, was a massive Jake Stringer fan, Bulldogs fan, and she matched with him on Tinder. No. Yeah. And... She even like texted me going, oh my God, I just matched with Jake Stringer. And I'm like, tell me what happens. And she went, all right, I'll message him. And she just went, hi. And he responded back, hi, what are you doing? And it went, seriously, Tess, from in the space of 30 minutes, mm. it went from her going, oh my God, Jake Stringer's messed me on Tinder. What the hell do I do? This is so exciting to, I just blocked him. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. She went full 180 because apparently he was like, what are you doing, lol? And she's like, oh, not much. What are you doing? He goes, oh, not much as well. Lol. He uh, put lol at the end of every and like laughing. little ha-ha. And it's yeah. like at really inappropriate moments. <laughs> and then it was like apparently just at the like out of nowhere, the conversation was going fine. Lol. Yeah, look at me. Lol. What are we doing? Lol. And he was like, so nudes. <laughs> That is so relatable in terms no, of like, <laughs> not the end. But you know what, like when we were teens, phones were just starting to come in and like the internet and you were, yes. stuff when I was This is you, Tess. Uh, th- good thing Lemo's not Youthful. here because. <laughs> He'd be like, what's the internet? Yeah. Um, no, phones were but- just coming in. Landlines were just coming in when Lemo was a teen. <laughs> but no, mobile phones came in about uh, when I was like late, just leaving school. Right, okay. So what, what was it like, you teens? Well, the- it was a really good uh, indicator about whether or not someone was your person or not, depending on whether they engaged in chat speak or not. Because oh. back in the day, of course, um, young people might not realise, but you had to spend 25 cents a text. And so oh, you only yeah. had $10 credit. So one text, you had like however many characters. It was very tight. We yeah. didn't have a lot of money. We are yeah. all on very low minimum wage from our dodgy uh, casual jobs. Yes. And so people would engage in a lot of chat speak just to kind of get the message to be shorter. But if someone wrote to you in like proper sentences and proper grammar, you're like, I'm going to go out with him. Oh, really? Like 100%. So that was like. So if someone had a lulled or IDK'd me yeah. uh, when I was 16. IDK's, I don't know. Yeah, I would have been like, no. Nah. Oh, you just, well, but that's, that's for your everyday speak. But then if you actually wrote, dear Tess, would you like to go to the movie? That's like a Shakespearean sonnet. <laughs> totally. I'd be like, oh, my God. He's so learned. Oh, uh, cool. We better go out. Anyway, whereas now. <laughs> now I know how to woo you in the past. <laughs> well, that's right. Go back, guys. Uh, and, and put in your best efforts. But, yeah, I feel like now I've really lost all. Because now it's like oh, ironic chat speak. Anyway, so that's my other pod. <laughs> all right. Let's do what, the final game. Port Adelaide oh. versus the Demons. <laughs> It was weird. Um, 
uh, I was watching one of the AFL shows with uh, uh, you know the, the generic people on the website. Mm-hmm. Um, Max Gorn was getting praise for a tactic he did where he would, uh, if there was a stoppage in the in the uh, D's forward line, he would leave the forward line and go man up on Dixon to allegedly free up Lever and May. Ooh. Now, when else is a captain praised for leaving the play? <laughs> Because they were full of just going, oh, well, I'm Max Gorn. This is what this is good thinking. This is like. Do you know anyone can read what's hap- going to happen, right? He's going to do that in the grand final, lose him the game. Yeah. Like 100%. <laughs> Don't, like, Melbourne fans. I can see that coming. Can if we I bet on this? <laughs> if I vote for Melbourne, I'll just be like, don't say anything at all. So like, it's Melbourne v Lions in the oh. grand final. He goes off, runs up on Joe Danaher. Yeah, yeah. Danaher takes a screamer. <laughs> Kicks and the winning goal after the siren. <laughs> Dives after he kicks the goal um, in celebration, a celebratory dive. Um, I love Joe Danaher. You know, I can't. Th- I don't Nobody's think he's died. Ever done anything I mean, wrong. You loved Alex Rance for God's sake. I did, um, and I'd still do. <laughs> Forever. Anyway, oh, Port do you know Adelaide. Fun? On Friday, uh, when I was falling asleep due to my Pfizer jab, they were showing best Collingwood Richmond games uh, of all time, don't you and they dare. showed the 2018 uh, prelim a little bit. Mason Cox breakout game, and I just saw Alex Rance. I'm like, that's right. I mean, oh my god, this is his last match. Yeah. Do you know? No, he plays the season. He does his ACL. Yeah, he plays half a game. But he plays half a game. It wasn't his last match. He got another Fine. goal at it. He got an amazing half in. And um, that's what I'll always remember him for. Got three that more amazing dives. half. Also, what's annoying is I got super triggered by that Collingwood game yesterday because they started doing the Collingwood oh, yeah. chat at the end. And I was like, oh my God, that game is still like right there, yeah. right there in the memory bank. Anyway, Port Adelaide, <laughs> get it together. All right, yeah. I love them so much. I want them only good things for them. To do, yeah, I, I would be so happy if Port won the flag. Yes. I love Ken Hinckley. All their team is like likable. I just they just can't get it together. It yeah. just annoys me to no end. And I feel like we've been having this exact conversation since t- 2014. Remember they're like really good against the Cats in the final or something like that. And we thought, right here this they is go. Them. Yep, yeah. They Hawthorne defeated them in controversial circumstances in the yep. prelim, and then you've beaten them in controversial yep. circumstances last year in the prelim. Yeah, this is yeah. We want come on Port, be good, be good. Just get there. You're so close. Um, you're so close, but it just feels like they're just like not even in the conversation whatsoever. Yeah. But you know, as I said before, this year is completely random, so maybe they'll come good. Yeah. Hopefully, they'll, they'll be all right. We, we want them to do it. All right, we should wrap up soon. Um, a segment we're doing a lot now, Super Mario, our main Patreon, who's giving us 40 bucks a month. Yeah, he gets to just come up with talking points. Super yep. Mario's come up with, which AFL player do you wish had a longer career due to it yes. being uh, uh, cut down by injury or uh, that would probably be the only reason? No one, no, one, no one went to jail, did they? Well... Alex Rance just decided he was going to stop playing. Oh, yeah. Which I feel like he still had a lot of time left in him, and so I find that devastating. But that's not the one I chose. Good. I've got two for you, one from the history books, VFL. Great. John Coleman. All right. He only played 98 games. Did he? He kicked 537 goals. Good answer. In 98 games. And also, tragically, he got a knee injury, so then he couldn't play anymore, so then he went on to coach. Won a premiership straight away, really, with Essendon, which was, like, remarkable, and then died at 44. Oh. So imagine if he had like a f- super long life. Good answer. I know, right? Yeah, well done. It is good. My other one for Richmond fans, um, for the train spotters, Nathan Foley, who played in like from 2004 kind of to 2015. Yep. He did his knee in 2015 and it was degenerative, so he really couldn't continue on. And I feel like he 
in this group, like in the dynasty team, would have been amazing because he's like Kane Lambert. Like he wasn't flashy, but he was an awesome player who played with heaps of grit. He was really fit. He was super fast. He was always trying to play a different game style than what we were doing at the time. And I feel like he was wasted in that team. Yeah. It's, it's, he was a good team player and, yeah. yeah, fun in that. Yeah, your baby is crying. Hang by on, the way. stand by. I'll be back. Yeah. Well, Super, Mar- Super Mario's answer was Tom Williams for the Bulldogs, Ooh. who was uh, he was like a number three draft pick, and yeah, just never was was plagued by injury and thought he should do well. However, I, I think uh, Super Mario, the answer there is just we draft better because uh, <laughs> I think Super- Tom Williams is now a police officer, and my mate played against oh. him in the firefighters versus police officers match and destroyed him. So oh. I think he was just a no good. yeah. Well, maybe you know contract negotiations were up or something. I'm not exactly. <laughs> Sure. Uh, he'd already re-signed yeah. and so therefore he just didn't, didn't need to play well. Didn't need um, it. Um, my answer, of course, is Tom Boyd, uh, you know, friend of the show 100%. and uh, guy, my co-host in Danny Boyd, the Dog's podcast, would have liked him to do well. But also uh, Andrew Lovett, uh, who played at the Bombers and then went yes. to the Saints and was sacked in controversial circumstances mm. due to allegations. Mm. But we, he was cleared of all charges on that. But mostly uh, I went to high school with him and he's the only uh, pl- good only AFL player that I played juniors with. So oh, I just fun. wish he was better because I always have to explain who he is. <laughs> but he's a good bloke. Yeah, and also another – I mean, this answer could go on for a long time, but players that I don't feel like have met their full potential that I – Billy Hartung, who played for Hawthorne and North Melbourne. Yes. I don't know that he is playing for anyone at the moment, is he? Um, no. As a junior in the TAC Cup, he would kick like 12 goals a game. Like he was a freak of a young player and he was in the same year as the Bond. And I remember seeing the Bond and Billy Hartung and thinking these two – are going to just like set the world on fire. Yeah. And the bond goes on to now definitely win the Brownlow. And Billy Hartung's nowhere to be seen. I just feel like it's weird when people don't meet their full potential. Like John Coleman, the guy that played 98 games, and we named the medal after him. We could have, yeah, we could have named the Brownlow after Coleman as well if he'd really <laughs> met his potential. Should have named the Coleman uh, the Brownlow after Nathan Foley. <laughs> he could have got there. Could have done it. He could have done it. Damn it. <laughs> Could have been. So, anyway. uh, we should wrap up soon because your baby is awake and everything. Tess, is there anything to plug? I mean, what is your life now? This is my life. Yeah, just uh, raising a human. Raising a human who has a lot to say, don't you? And except you when the just, microphone's near him. Except when the microphone's near him, or he's in a diff. I'll put him in a different room, and then he'll seriously he'll shout fire out. Right up. I won't look at him for five minutes, and then he'll <laughs> seriously have a lot to say. Uh, nothing to plug. Just like, please. For the love of God, can the last couple of rounds be exciting? Because I've got nothing else in my life and I will on. I would like Footy Festival to come back and Footy to be on every single night of the week. Yes. So I've got something to watch. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm very I'm excited that AFLW starts in December now because yes. uh, it means only two months of hell I without know. Footy. I know. It's a real bummer. Uh, I did run into a girl kicking the Footy up the road a couple of months ago and I said to her, like, oh, you're so good. Are you playing? And she said, yeah, she's playing for the dogs. Um, VFLW All right, brilliant. She's only 18. She's turned 18. And she was playing here locally, but she said the big issue was she was playing um, Vic League cricket. So now Uh, she has to choose, which Ah. is really a massive bummer. Um, And so she said it's made it so hard because, like, she could go – this All is what men way. have had to do for, for decades yeah, now. But, choose. Yeah, But they don't really because I suppose – well, I suppose when it's professional. But, like, you could play footy and cricket as a man if you wanted to. But if you're a very good female, a very good female person. I mean, not in the <laughs> AFL or for Australia. Oh, you but mean if just – right, if you okay. want to play in the VFL and play state league cricket, like can you play do cricket, Who's you the one? Yeah, someone – uh, Alex Keith was doing that yeah. for a bit. But now because he's – Because it's like off, you know – 
just locally, but like her, for her, she has to choose. Well, it's because she's professional. She's, yeah. yeah, but... And just, let's just also point out the difference. When I talk to 18-year-old girls in a park, I'm labelled a, you know, a nuisance and have to report to the station. It's just annoying. And I can just mosey up. Oh, These are the privileges that come with being a woman. Check your privilege, Armstrong. <laughs> not a lot of them, but that's one of them. Anyway, um, it's been lovely to see you. It's, it's been, been great having you, have back. you back. Thank you. And uh, we hope to have you back on, you know, as soon as, as, soon as you're done with your mat leave. As soon as I'm done raising so, a child. Yeah, see you in seven years. Yeah. <laughs> Go dogs. Go tigers.